Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. I want to talk to you for a few minutes this morning about staying resolved in ministry. Resolved. What do you think of when you think of the word resolved? Uh, I lo- I've always loved that word. It's a strong word. Um, and although it is something that um, we all should desire and, and want in our life that we're resolved to, to make it and be strong as a husband, a wife, a mom, a dad, a leader, a Christian, we know that it's not always easy. I think one of my favorite characters in the Old Testament is Elijah. And you remember the story of Elijah, Elijah, who is called by the Lord. Uh, He, remember the period in his life where he is fed by ravens and um, he's drinking out of the brook and then God sends him to the widow's house and she has no food. And and amazingly and miraculously, uh, food appears every day, just enough for the day. And then the widow's son gets sick and dies. And what does Elijah do? Elijah uh, goes up into this boy's bedroom, lays on him, and he comes back to life. Now, prior to this in the scripture, nobody's ever been risen from the dead. And this boy rises from the dead, and that's not all to Elijah's story. We know the story of Mount Carmel, the the battle on Mount Carmel between Elijah and the prophets of Baal and how God sent the fire from heaven. And you would think that through all of that, God providing for Elijah uh, by ravens and, and God providing the food every day just enough uh, for the day through the widow and the raising of the sun and fire from heaven that Elijah would be resolved and he would make it until the end. But what happens? We know after Mount Carmel, uh, Queen Jezebel finds out what's going on and isn't real happy and sins for him because she wants to take his life. And Elijah runs and hides. And this man that just days before had called fire from heaven, had killed all of these prophets of Baal and Asherah, is now hiding and is under a juniper tree praying that God would take his life. And it's a good reminder that ministry has its ups and its downs. And if you serve the Lord, if you've served the Lord for very long, Uh, You know that there are weeks that it's very rewarding, weeks that you just love it, and then there are weeks that you're ready to quit, you're ready to throw in the towel, and uh, you wonder if there is something else that you could be or should be doing. A ministry can be a roller coaster. Now, the thing is, the the key to um, getting off that emotional roller coaster, all the ups and downs, is not to quit. The key is to make a decision that I'm going to be resolved. And, you know, until the Lord changes my calling, until the Lord changes my gifts. Are you ready? I'll give you the link. Until the Lord shows me something different. No, you're on the wrong 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 link. I'm going to, Mark, I'm going to. 
Hey, Mark, do you hear me? Your mic, mute your mic, brother. All right, um, perfect. The key is to make a decision to be resolved. Make a decision to be resolved. I want to give you three secrets this morning, and I hope that these are encouragement. Thank you for being here to listen to me on a Saturday morning. Wow, thank you so much. This, this speaks a lot of this group that you would be here on a Saturday morning to learn and grow. So thank you. I want to give you three secrets for being resolved. Number one, number one, you have to remember why you do what you do. Why you do what you do. Um, when you are serving on Sundays, when you are serving on Wednesday nights, or my church is Thursday nights, when you are serving, you are not uh, just serving your pastor. You are not just serving the church. You are not just serving the board. You are not just serving those parents. Uh, you are not just providing child care or babysitting or programming. You are serving the Lord, and what you do matters. Now, this will keep you going when you want to quit, because we've all been there on that drive home from church when you think, boy, you know what? This, the ministry is great if it wasn't for these leaders, if it wasn't for those parents, if it wasn't for that kid. People let you down. Have you discovered that in ministry? I'm sure if I could see all of your heads right now, you'd be nodding your head yes. People let you down. Your pastor is going to let you down. He's going to do it. Uh, your leaders are going to let you down. Um, the, that, those handful of leaders that you lean in on the most are going to let you down. Why? Because we are all people. None of us are perfect, but what will keep you resolved in ministry better than anything else is remembering why you and I are doing what we're doing, and here's why we're doing what we're doing. It's all about the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's all about that good book that we hold in our hands and that we hold in front of those kids when we teach week after week. It's all because people are going to live somewhere forever. And it's because every person, every boy, every girl, and by the way, I believe it begins in the womb at conception, you, are, you have a soul and you are going to live somewhere forever. So my plea for you on a Saturday morning is this, that you will see yourself as an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ to those kids and those leaders every week. What's an ambassador? An ambassador, if I am an ambassador to a, a, a country, a foreign country, rep, what do I do? I am representing something or someone. If I'm an ambassador to the United States, to Mexico, I represent... This episode of the Ryan Frank Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time. every week, you and I are ambassadors. We are representatives 
of the Lord Jesus Christ to these kids. As I look through the names, I see Doug. I see Ron and Lisa. I see Lena and Sandy and Stacy and Sue and Tom. And I see a few of you that just have your state on here, a city it looks like. Rob, I see Catherine, Daniel, Danny, Doug. Listen, you are more than just a representative of your pastor to those kids or your children's pastor or your Awana commander. You are a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he is paying close attention to what you're doing. If, if you and I can keep that focus, I'm telling you, it will help you stay resolved. Because really, how can I quit? This is the gospel ministry. Now, one last thing on this point before I move to number two. That is this. We know, and I want to remind you today, because this is why what we do matters. We know everyone has a soul. Every soul is going to live somewhere forever. Did you know, and let me remind you, that a majority of people that come to Christ as their Savior make that decision while they're a child, before their 14th birthday. Statistics range anywhere from 70 to 85%. Experts tell us 70 to 85%. In other words, if I could see all of you, if you were sitting in front of me in a room, and I said, raise your hand if you came to Christ before your 14th birthday, more than likely, that's right, seven or eight out of, out of 10 would raise your hand. Now, if that's the case, if a majority of people come to Christ as a child, if your worldview is established as a child, which we're told that it is, Listen, friend, you're going to have a target on your back. The enemy, his name's the devil, he's going to try to get you to quit. He's going to try to get you to lose heart. He's going to try to get you to do something else. Because I know it sounds like a cliche, but I believe it with all of my heart that children's ministry is the most important ministry in the church. So keep that, uh, keep that mindset. It'll help you stay resolved. Why I'm doing what I'm doing. Number two. Number two, keep your spiritual life a priority. Keep your spiritual life a priority. One of the most, here, get this now. One of the most important things you can do for those kids in your Awana club, one of the most important things, those of you that lead in Awana, maybe all of you are Awana commanders, I'm not sure. If you're, if you're a leader, a director, one of the greatest things you can do for your volunteers, one of the greatest things each of us can do for the kids is not making sure everything's organized and ready. It is not making sure that everybody has their curriculum and their lesson and we've got everything ready to go. It's not making sure that everybody's there and, every, and we're all staffed. And it is, listen, it's keeping your spiritual health a priority. Way, way, way too many pastors, way too many ministry leaders, way too many Sunday school teachers, love the ministry of the Lord more than they love the Lord of the ministry. And friends, that is a dangerous road to take because if I don't keep my spiritual life a priority, what's going to happen? I'm going to dry up. What's going to happen? Somebody's going to say something to me and I'm going to allow roots of bitterness to uh, take plant, to plant in my heart and to grow. So I've got to make a few decisions. Now, if you're taking notes, I'm going to give you three decisions you need to make, okay? Three decisions. Maybe some of you, I've seen a few of you, thank you, that have been chatting in. um, Steele has been doing this. Thank you for typing in these notes. I appreciate it. 
Um, here are three decisions that you need to make and I need to make. Number one, I will love God more than I love my ministry. I will love God more than I love my ministry. Now, I want you to love your ministry. I love my ministry. I can't wait. I, you know, we haven't had, I, last Sunday we did, morning, we didn't have church because of the snow. Sunday before that, I was on vacation. I have missed these kids. I, I woke up this morning thinking I can't wait to get there tomorrow morning to my kids' church to be with these kids. I love it. And I want you to love your ministry, but I want you to make this decision. Number one, I'm going to love God more than I love my ministry. Number two, number two, I will spend time with God every day. I will spend time with God every day. Now, I'm not asking you for an hour. I'm not asking you uh, for, for two hours. I'm saying, what about starting with five minutes? I am going to put, I'm going to give God five minutes of my day. Now, what five minutes, Ryan? The five that you're at your best. Some of you are morning people, and you got right up, and you were ready to hit, hit the ground run. I hear some birds chirping or something. Um, I, you're a, some of you, you know what? You're a night person, and you function best at night. Uh, some of you, you're best midday. You, whenever you're at your best, find five minutes, ten minutes. Spend some time with the Lord. Number three, here's decision one. I'll love God more than I love ministry. Number two, I'll spend time with God every day. Number three, I'll spend time with God in his word, in his word. Number two is more thinking on the Lord, praying. Number three is I'm going to spend time with, his, with him in his word. And listen, I, lesson prep doesn't count, okay? Lesson prep doesn't count. Um, it doesn't count, and I'm putting together my lesson. I'm talking about personally with the Lord. I hope and I pray that each one of us are closer to Jesus today than we were yesterday, that we are loving Jesus more today than we love him yesterday. Second Corinthians 13, 5, Paul said, examine yourselves daily. And I need to examine myself, ask myself, am I, am I closer to God today than I was yesterday? Is my walk with the Lord better this week than it was last week? And I know there are seasons. I know there are ups and downs. We are all people. None of us are perfect. But you know what? As I look back over the last year or two or three, as I look back over the last five years of my life, I, dear God, I pray that, every, that I would be closer to you today than I ever have been. That'll help you stay resolved. It'll help you stay resolved. You've got to focus. You've got to prioritize your own spiritual life. Number three, here's my third point, and with this one, I'll close. Number one, secret to staying resolved is to remember what you do or remember why you do what you do. I'm not providing childcare. I'm not babysitting. I'm not doing this because the children's pastor asked me not doing this because my pastor asked me what I'm doing. I'm doing ministry and I, it's a calling and I don't plan on quitting anytime soon because it matters so much. Number two, I've got to choose to keep my spiritual life a priority. Number three, I want to encourage you to make sure that you are part of a small group 
or a community outside of your ministry on Wednesday nights or Sunday nights. Make sure choose to be a part of a small choose to be part of a community. Um, it's it's very easy for each of us to kind of get in our little shell, to get in our little bubble. Uh, we show up on Wednesday nights, we show up on Sunday mornings, and 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 we really don't connect with others. And it's easy for all because we're so busy. We're so busy. Um, and I talk to I talk to children's pastors about this all the time. Um, Pat, here's the thing about pastors and children's pastors: they can be some of the most popular but some of the most lonely people on the face of the earth. Everybody knows who they are, but they can be so lonely. It's possible for you too. All those kids can know you. All those leaders can know you, but you can be lonely. You've got to make sure that you're part of a small group or a community outside of the times where you are serving at your church. Let me ask you a couple questions. Number one, am I attending worship services on a regular basis. I sure hope you are attending worship services on a regular basis. Um, please do not be one of these leaders, and they're in every church, and maybe it's you, that on Sunday mornings you're back with the kids, on Sunday nights you're back with the kids, on Wednesday nights you're back with the kids, uh, you have got to make sure. Now, I've got a rule in my church, and we're not always all that. We're not great at enforcing it, but it, it's what I strive for. It is a 50-50 rule, and that is I, I, I want you in church in adult worship 50% of the time. So we have four service. I consider it four times. We have Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night at my church, Thursday night. I want you in a service at least two of those times. Okay, if I find out you're... Back with the kids three to four, okay, we're going to have a talk. Now, it's very easy, and it's not that these people have bad intentions. It's not that they, they don't love the Lord. Most of them, they love kids, and they're great at it. But it is dangerous not to be in adult worship and to be in community with other leaders. So number one, am I attending worship services on a regular basis? Number two, am I part of a small group? Okay, am I part of a small group? I hope you're part of a small group, whether it's if your church does Sunday school or maybe small groups through the week or you're part of a Bible study through the week. Make sure you're being fed. Make sure you're part of a small group. Number three, are there people in my life providing accountability? In other words, who is my Paul? Remember, Timothy had a Paul. Um, Billy Graham, the great evangelist Billy Graham said, I would have never made it alone. I would have never made it alone. And you will never make it alone. You need people, you need a Paul in your life. Or ladies, you need a Pauline in your life, okay? People that you can, people that you can open up to. Someone you can be vulnerable with, that you can pray with, that you can share your heart with, your struggles with, your victories with. Um, Elijah asked God to take his life. Remember I started by talking about Elijah? He gets under that juniper tree. Under or the or that broom tree, some translations say, and he asked God to take his life. And what did God do? God sent an angel, said, Elijah, you need to eat. Um, you need to drink. Gave him some bread. 
which is a good reminder that you need to make sure you take care of yourself, not only spiritually, but physically, if you're going to make it for the long haul. And then what did Elijah, and what did the angel say? The angel said, Elijah, you're not alone. There are hundreds of others that have not bowed their knee to Baal. And what helped Elijah when he was ready to quit was realizing he wasn't alone. And I want you to be reminded week after week, you're not alone. You need to be part of a small group or a community outside of your ministry times. Three secrets today for staying resolved. Number one, remember why you do what you do. Number two, choose to keep your spiritual life a priority and work on it every day. And it's really, it's a daily choice. Um, I, I can choose it today, but you, I got to make that choice again tomorrow. And I've got to make that choice again on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. Number three, choose to join a small group or community. I think if you'll learn these three secrets, it'll help you stay resolved. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.